Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Wrestling to the Max presents Money in the Bank 2018. I'm sorry, I can't do it nearly as well as whoever does the uh, normal tags for all of our shows. Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm Brandon Biscobing. I'll be your host for tonight for Money in the Bank 2018, and joining me as per usual lately for Raw, SmackDown, now NXT because I got her into it, and uh, everything else pretty much. Uh, Liz Puglisi, how's it going? Hey, it's it, it's day two of our quadfecta. We're halfway there. Yeah, we're ha- Whoa, we're halfway there. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to. You set me up way too easily for that one. I so, know, I love that song. So, so yeah, it, it's Money in the Bank. And, and, and a disclaimer already. Be prepared for shenanigans and rants galore. Just saying. So if you want to tune out, go ahead. It, this is your last chance. If you do not want to hear a bunch of rants and a bunch of probably cursing, uh, please leave now and f- and forever hold your peace. Otherwise, be prepared for the ride because it's money in the bank time. So we get the normal uh, pre-show shenanigans. I think I, I think yeah, Ko sh- uh, showed up before the. Uh, well, Samoa Joe first showed up uh, onto the panel and talking about how he's going to win the uh, how he's going to win the Money in the Bank contract, and then KO uh, shows up to pitch his whole "Hey, we got to team up because Braun Strowman is the monster among men," which we'll talk about later. But you know, KO, you were kind of uh, ominous right here. Well done. You you were very. Uh, you're very uh what's the word? Nostradamus here. Well done. Well yeah. done. So the opening pre match pre show show or pre show match scheduled for one fall. One fall. Is the Bludgeon Brothers fall away uh facing off against the club for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh this match was wasn't bad. I mean, especially for a pre-show match, it's there kind of g- to get the crowd going, and they did that. Uh, but as probably everyone expected, and no one was surprised on, the Bludgeon Brothers mm-hmm. win with a pinfall with a double team powerbomb, and they retain the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, do you have anything to say about this match? Not really. It was exactly, I think, what we um, expected. You know, Legend Brothers retained, and Legend Brothers do what they've been doing. Yep, yep. We'll see what happens with them moving forward, but yeah, the tag teams on both brands are pretty much dead. And we'll talk Mm -hmm. about this later, but be prepared. I've said this before, and I'll say it again later. Just a segue for later. We get on to the main show. So the opening contest on the main show scheduled for one fall. One fall. 
is, it, surprisingly, Big Cass versus Daniel Bryan. And this match actually went for a little while. Um, and, you know, uh, Cass was able to get some momentum going for a little bit. But in the end, Daniel Bryan wins, not with his normal yes lock, but instead with a heel hook. Daniel Bryan is the new Dean Malenko officially now. He is the man of a thousand holds. So, I I give you that. I, I, I officially proclaim you the new man with a thousand holds, Dean, uh, Daniel Bryan. Please use it as you see fit. I like that. <laughs> you remember Dean Malenko. I love Dean Malenko. Of course. Who doesn't? Um, so yes, Daniel Bryan is now the new man of a thousand holds, and he's wins here with the heel hook. Uh, before I go on to a mini rant about this, uh, do you, did you have anything to say about this match? Um, it was about what we expected. Pretty much. I'll agree with that. Now... Granted, I shouldn't really be complaining because Daniel has won both of the two matches in this whole feud. But something that I want to say, I believe it was uh, Jonathan Coachman who said it. Because he's the one who brings the legitimacy to this uh, commentary booth. Uh, But I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I remember him saying something kind of subtly. He kind of tried to throw it in there without anyone noticing, but I heard it very distinctly. And it was it made me actually think, and it, it made my brain hit that light bulb and be like, oh, wait, this is the whole reason why Vince should completely stop trying to do this whole storyline to begin with. Co- uh, Jonathan Coachman mentioned Hoist Gracely. Gracie, and for those of you you who may not be familiar, granted, hey, I'll be the first to admit, I wasn't exactly familiar with this until, you know, five or six months ago, until I actually started to pay attention to this, but he was the first ever UFC champion, and he was the, you know, basically the originator of UFC, and, you know, the whole purpose, the whole re- he was the one who basically created UFC. And the whole reason why he created it was to show how Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is very ground-based and very based off of submissions, a smaller guy can beat a larger guy no matter what because he can o- he can overpower him on the ground and through submissions. And he proved this in the first couple of UFC uh, pay-per-views. And yet Vince McMahon, and and this is 15 years after the fat, or 25 years, excuse me, after the first UFCs, Vince McMahon still is so focused on this whole big versus small dynamic. And thinking and trying to make the viewers believe that the big guy has such a huge advantage over the small guy. Um, follow Hoist Gracie's uh, vision and drop the whole big, you know, big guy versus small guy thing. Because as he showed, the small guy can overpower the big guy every single time. If he's good enough. So, you know, hopefully this is the end. I would think that this is the end of the the whole uh, thing. Uh, but, you know, that, that that's all I gotta say about this match. Yeah. I don't think. I don't know. I mean, I guess people into it because it was Brian, you know, and, um, but it was similar. It was similar for me to, which we'll get to next. Actually, um, Bobby and and Sammy. It was very one sided. It was just so much flat about their interaction. It was very well, hard for see, me to care. See, I'll agree with you in terms of the storyline, 
But I'll, but I'll disagree mm-hmm. with you in terms of the personalities. Because whereas Daniel, you know, the Daniel versus Cass feud was, you know, Cass has been a production of WWE from the, like, he's never been in the Indies. So, no, no. everyone was on the side of Brian. And it was very, it was very clear to everyone that Brian was carrying this feud. Whereas in the Lashley versus Sammy feud, which we'll get to in a second, while yes, in this scenario, because uh, Lashley had to pay, had to play the face, Sammy had to carry this feud. But most of the fans who were smart enough to know, both on a legitimate. And on a pro wrestling uh, level, Lashley could hold his own. It wasn't as hard to believe if Lashley won. You know, it was like, okay, if Lashley won, okay, we understand it. And whereas if, if Cass won this match... Which, honestly, you know, I predicted he might have because, you mm-hmm. know, because of Vince's love affair with big guys and because I'm sure, like, you know, with how WWE loves to extend their feuds into the biggest pay-per-view they can find. Uh, I saw this going into SummerSlam. Um, I was honestly a little surprised that that Daniel won cleanly. But... You know, I'm glad he did. Uh, in this Lashley versus Sammy match, scheduled for one fall. One fall. Lashley wins pretty easily. I mean, Sammy did get some offense in. But, you know, Lashley won easily enough that I think this is the end of it. And hopefully Lashley can move on to something bigger and better and drop the whole, oh, I'm a family man, yada, yada, yada. No, we want the badass Lashley back. Please. Yeah, I'm hoping it's over and I'm hoping people go on to bigger and, and better. Yeah. To go backwards for a second, but only because it plays into this, what I meant earlier about Cass and Brian was that their verbal interaction was lackluster. So for oh. me, that. And it's like, you know, I wasn't talking about, like, match-wise, because Bobby could totally hold hold his own, so that's mm-hmm. different. Um, you know, I expected Bobby <laughs> to give Sammy a good thrashing, and let's, let's face it, you know, storyline-wise, he deserved it. Um, so, you know, it was, it was, it was fairly quick, you know, I think. Um, I don't even remember getting, Sammy getting offense in. I must have blinked or Watching dishes or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, I think we yeah. all pretty much blanked on this whole match. It was, yeah, it was like one one thing. He was holding them up. I guess he was holding holding them up vertically. And Sammy's feet were just like kicking back and forth, and I, I just got to kick out of that for some reason. But it, again, like the third time in a row, it was exactly what you expected. You expected Bobby to 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 give him a good thrashing, and that's what we got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, we got a pretty good thrashing here with uh with Bobby winning. Uh and then Big Cass obviously uh winning his match against Brian. Before we I actually forgot about something before we go before I mean we talked about the Bobby versus Sammy match already, but uh, we get New Day backstage before that match, uh, talk, you know, talking to each other, figuring out who, who's going to be the man, uh, and then Kevin rolls, K.O. rolls up and, and, uh, presents them with a bag of gifts, which ends up to be pancakes, which we saw during the pre-show, he had a garbage bag full of something, and he was like... That was so gross. <laughs> it was, it really was. Um, and then he poured syrup into it, and New Day is like, okay, we'll listen to you, and he's like, and he asks which one of them is in the match, and then he 
deny his uh, offer. And, you know, he's like, okay, I get it, it's a good strategy, and leaves. Uh, right, it, right, he, he asks if they considered using the other two to take Braun out. And, uh, Kofi's like, no, we would never cheat, what are you talking about? Uh, and he keeps on going, uh... And then they they keep on going back and forth, and you know, Kale makes a little jab at IHOP, saying they were right, say becoming IHOP, uh, and he hates Chicago and yeah yeah yeah, and he gets stolen of his syrup and and he leaves. Um. So following yeah. that, what? No, yeah, it was just it was you know, weird. I don't even have words for it. Yep. Uh, so, uh, we, we get a little thing with not- Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, uh, after the Bobby versus Sammy match, uh, talking about the bat, the match with Rousey, um... He, she talks with John Cohen and saying how, you know, hey, hey, I, I can do things that Ronda's not used to. Uh, and Rousey, we see shadow boxing while Natalia looks on, which should have led to something, but we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, Elias is in the ring singing us a song. He sings about how, uh, Rollins is a stepping stone, and he's a, he's a chance to show the entire world that WWE stands for. Well, with the liars. Yes, precisely. Uh, he's about to start a song, but then he's like, "Oh wait, never mind. Uh, this is Chicago. You you don't deserve it." And then uh, Seth interrupts him with the en- with his entrance. So the following Intercontinental Championship match scheduled for one fall. Wonderful. Is Elias versus Seth Rollins. And uh, this was a pretty solid match. I would say this is probably the best match of the night. Um, I was just going to say the same thing. Definitely yes. my favorite match of the night. Yes. Oh, definitely. Seth wins with oh. a uh, O'Connor roll and then a handful of tights. So a little bit of shenanigans. Uh, at the end of this match, but he does in, he does retain his Intercontinental Championship. So this feud probably isn't over yet. No, I don't think so either. Um, I think we're gonna get at least you know a re- one more match out of it. Oh yeah, definitely. Probably what? Do you think he was playing up tweaking his knee, or do you think he probably? I think he seriously hurt it. I I have a feeling he was playing it up. Um, He's probably uh, he he's probably uh, I I have a feeling that that um. It, it may play into something, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, he'll, th- this probably isn't over yet. No, I'm, no, it's pretty good. It's pretty, I, I apologize. I'm putting ice in a glass and I can't yeah, mute Skype at the moment to do it. Um, so be it currently. Um, I, mean, I don't think it should be over yet. I think they can still get a little bit of mileage out of it. I have a and feeling. Alive, Elias is kind of really hitting a stride. Um, I think at the moment you don't really want to break that. Yeah, I I have I have a feeling, especially considering um, you know it doesn't seem like Seth is going to be the 
the Universal title challenger going into SummerSlam at this point. I have a feeling that this will probably go into SummerSlam. Grand scheme of things, SummerSlam's really not that far away. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's not. They no. only have one pay-per-view before SummerSlam happens. Right, right. You probably won't see them. Um, as long as we don't see them taking on each other every, every week. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of course. But, I mean, that's kind of to be expected with WWE nowadays, isn't it? Yes, definitely. <laughs> so the following contest scheduled for one cash in. I had to put you on mute. So one cash in <laughs> is the women's money in the bank ladder match between Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Charlie Flair, Ember Moon, Lana, Naomi, Natalia, and Sasha Banks. Uh, this was a Decent match, um, but nothing too spectacular. Probably the funniest moment, at least for me, but this was only because I saw the rumor that just came out either, I think it was either today or yesterday, I want to say it was yesterday, how Ember is apparently afraid of heights, so like when she was thinking about climbing up the ladder, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, try, try, to, climb, try to climb up that ladder. You know, have fun with that. Is she afraid of heights? Or is That's what I saw. But, uh, in the end, uh, Alexa wins, uh, and grabs the money in the bank briefcase. Um, and yeah, as soon as she did that, I, while I... I abs well, first off, let me just say this. I kind of jinxed myself already during this match because when that? what how was that? Because when Lana and Alexa were fighting for the ladder at one point, Tori was like, "While I hate both of them, I'd kind of rather uh Lana win." And I was like, at least Alexa has some wrestling experience, so I'd kind of rather see Alexa win it over Lana. And I kind of jinxed us right there. So, 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 my bad. That's on me. No, I don't, um, hold on one second. Sorry, I'm having problems with my headphones. I don't hate the outcome. I mean, I think she was... I don't think the match in itself was anywhere capable of anywhere where it should have been. I mean, it had its moments and a couple of, you know, good spots and everything. But um, I'm not mad at the outcome. I think she's definitely one of the better choices. I just was really hoping that it would be someone like Becky. But um, see, who could really the benefit from it. I mean, that's just the fans, you know dance on it. Um, and then, I, I, don't, I don't think she was a bad, um, a, a, ba a bad choice at all. I mean, I, I preferred, I heard a lot of people had the theory about Natalia winning and cashing in on Ronda, you know. But that's what that I'm saying. It can, yeah. I mean, I'm, we'll, we'll talk about it more in a little bit, but especially with how they ended up going with this, the better choice by far would have been Natalia because you actually had a storyline built in. I guess the theory could be that, like, now it's like, oh, you know, Alexa cashed in, uh, and now she has to have a rematch with Naya, and then whoever wins that faces Rousey at SummerSlam thus giving Rousey more time to train. That's the only thing I could think about when it comes to this outcome. Okay. Which, I mean, I'll admit, makes, makes some sense, but at the same time, it's like, it's a lot of work for something that they could have easily done in another way. 
Right. I mean, I guess we might as well discuss Naya and Rhonda now. I think that was well, the we'll, one we'll, we'll continue. We'll get to that in a little bit. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kurt, Kurt and Paige are talking. Kurt is happy that, uh, that the, uh, a raw woman won the, uh, money in the bank. Paige says that he should be, but there's still the men's match, which I thought for sure... I mean, this is another thing we'll talk about later, but I thought for sure that she was right in this scenario. Um, and she's sure that SmackDown will bring that one home. Angle says that the dual-branded pay-per-views are really cool. No, they're not, Kurt. Shut up. And he gets to see old friends like Samojo and AJ Styles. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they're still stupid. Shut up, Kurt. Uh, to which Paige tells him to keep his eyes off her roster because they bleep uh, blue. Um, which, I wish that would have led to some sort of trade or something because it would have been funny. Um, of I course... Think, yeah, I expected something to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, to happen. It was a pretty good segment. Paige is mm-hmm. really coming into hot home as the GM. And, and of it course, seems much more natural. Uh, uh, of course, Stooge. Oops, I mean Constable Baron Corbin. He he is a Stooge, though, by the way. Uh, comes in and and he's like, "Hey, hey, yeah, you you uh you you got the women's one, but uh, you still gotta get the men's one to uh, incur Stephanie's favor." Uh, and Paige very humorously, might I add. Ask if he's still uh, sad that he failed miserably at cashing in his money in the bank uh, last year at SummerSlam. Uh, but Corbin's like, oh, no, 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 I'll get, you know, I'm focused on business. Get it done, Kurt. So the uh, following uh, train wreck schedule for One Fall. <sighs> one Fall. <laughs> you, you, did did you like my entrance? I did. I because did. Because it's accurate. I was trying to. I was trying to watch Trey Rick in there, but it's like, oh. <laughs> woo woo woo! Well, I wish I had train rigs. I, I wish I had shows. I, I wish I had a train sound effect right about now. It um, <laughs> is Jinder Mahal versus Roman Reigns, and right off the bat, this starts off horribly. We 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 get a uh, I I forget what the chant was to start off the match was. I think it was a I don't think it was a this is awful chant, but but it, it was one about. Punk, right? There was so many. No, no, there was another chant before the punk one. There was like, uh, like you know, uh, you both suck or something like that chant, and then uh, we go into a CM Punk chant, and then we get a uh, we we get a let's go Cena Cena sucks chant going. Um, Yeah, that one was weird. And then, yeah, it just kept on going back and forth and back and forth. The crowd just not caring about this match. Yet, at the end, they still did the ooh-ah for Reigns, which I did not understand at all. Unless WWE piped that in. Um, There's a train wreck, though. What? Um... I don't Wait, think they could have piped it in at, they, at they that point. Have, they might have piped it. Piped it in. I mean, it's a little tough. I don't know. I think they can only end it on. I don't. I don't know about these things. Yeah. About um, I wanted these two to have a good match so badly. Um, I knew this was going to be a train wreck. I knew we did. I mean, we said that about every match so far. We knew. We knew it was what we expected. Damn it. Um, but unfortunately, but this was especially it because was. it was too, especially considering where they were and who these two guys were, it's two guys that the smarkier crowds absolutely despise. 
So you Hello. knew that the fans were either Aga and just walk out and leave and go get some sna- some snacks and go to the bathroom or whatnot, or they were gonna chant random things, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, they needed to win the crowd over, and they didn't. They they couldn't um, pull a uh, Birch and Lorcan tonight. Yeah, no, definitely not. Do I think? That both guys are capable of of match, yeah, just match, yeah. One yes, um, one not so much. Yeah, exactly. Either just definitely not with each other. Um, no, 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 no. no. We, I'm saying Roman, yes, if they gave him the right storyline and the right guy to face off against and all of that, I think he could win over the crowd eventually. Gender, no, oh, I think. I, I think the vast majority of the crowd that knew him pre twenty seven or pre twenty sixteen will perpetually know him as a jobber. Yeah, no, no, I was I was agreeing. Um, you know, with you, I think that given the right storyline, the right opponent, you can get something. You know, good old woman, and we have seen him have you know some good matches. You can't say we haven't just because you know you, you forgot not you, but you know in general. Mm-hmm. Um, gender not so much, especially not recently. I think there's just so much crap on gender now about the what and the why. Who's giving the title? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All the steroid remains and whatnot that the man can actually put on a five-star match. I'm not saying he can. Mm. Nobody's happy, so it's kind of ingrained in everybody now to see the Coleman. But it was just completely like I said, I do like both guys, you know. Mm. Uh, my dog just went nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was like nothing. I, I, I can't find anything I can say, like, oh, I like this spot or I like this. I can't. But yeah, in in the end, Reigns wins with the spear, which is no surprise to anyone. And we'll just have to wait and see where they go from here with this. Um, do you have anything else to say about this match before we move on? Yes, hopefully they go nowhere with it. Nowhere. Yeah. Done. Hopefully it's done. Well, no, no, I'm not talking about the feud amongst each other. I'm just saying where each of them move on from there. Okay, I can live with that. Yeah. So the the next contest scheduled for one BS finish. One BS finish. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, my God, I forgot which match was next. No, okay, wait, yeah. Oh, Oh, you're ready for this. I, I forgot which match was next. That's oh, I oh, you know exactly and what match is next. I I blocked it out. Okay, I'm yes, I, I I wish I could block this out from my memory, but unfortunately, <laughs> I cannot. Unlike okay. you, okay. which I'm sure you know, I know you don't follow the rumors as much as I do. Well, so no, no, what? So yeah, but the minute all right, so the match started off. And it was a bad match from, from the get-go. The first two things. First, when she was like, looked like she was going to walk off. I was like, oh, Brandon called it again. I, like, <laughs> I can live with this. We won't have to deal with this match because as great as Asuka is, she cannot carry this woman through this match. We're going to get something stupid, right? Mm-hmm. And um, then with the um, fake Asuka, I was like, oh, shit, he was right again. <laughs> Never, never, never discount Bisco Domus. Oh my god! It was. Uh, it's like, is he going to be that like 
good now again? I, I, I guess. I, I don't know. Oh. I, I don't know. All I know is it was a BS finish. And and I, I mentioned this on the group chat, but if this was a legit match, I don't care who you are. If I see someone trying to distract me, I'm just going to knock them the F out and then move on to my real opponent. Right, or, you know, she's, you, you're not, all right, you know, even if they didn't want to take the title of, you know, Carmel yet, I mean, Oscar's supposed to be, you know, the fearless one or whatever. I don't understand why she didn't knock him out and then still be distracted when Carmella could have picked up the win that way rather than just go straight to the distraction. You know, because if you see a James Ellworth, I'm sure you're just going to punch the bastard in his exactly. face. You know, I don't... It's... I mean, I don't... I get the finish on one level. Carmella's going to do whatever she has to do to win. I, I get that part, but... It's She's just trying to make stupid. herself appear smarter than everybody, but... It's just stupid on its well, face. And between between the between the tag team title match on the pre-show and this match, my point still stands. I have I have yet to be proved wrong, and I I I can't wait to hear Harry's rebuttal to this on NXT on Thursday. But my point still stands: no more tag team tag teams or women called up to the main roster until Vince either is completely out of the picture or dead. One or the other. Point blank. Triple H, put your foot down now or else NXT will be dead within two years. Yeah, I'm sure Harry will... um, I know Harry will come up with some sort of BS excuse for why this is... Oh, this is going to work. And he tried to do it on on the chat. But no, unless this is ending up in a Hell in a Cell match at SummerSlam, which there's a match that honestly should be more of a Hell in a Cell match at at TakeOver Brooklyn 3, or 4, excuse me. But unless this ends up in a Hell in a Cell match at SummerSlam or at Extreme Rules, or a Steel Cage or whatever, you know, some sort of match where James Ellsworth is not able to interfere, then this is pointless. I know, it especially doesn't make sense because of the way she got rid of him, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's I know. Like, I don't know. I, I, WWE I logic at its finest. At first, I was like, oh, okay, maybe they called up some, you know, somebody or they signed somebody. See, see they, I knew it. I, I got it. Let, I know like you a, did, I know you did, but I had a very long day and I was very tired, so I wasn't thinking properly. And then it hit me, and I was like, fudge. <laughs> did did you right think, again. oh, Brandon's right again? Yeah, I did, actually. I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. I didn't know that. I, I am Bisco Damas. What can I say? Yeah, for making predictions. What? <laughs> Discussing the nurse that one. <laughs> so, um, the, um, do you have anything else to say on this match, or should we continue? Uh, no, I, I, I hated it. I hated it. Uh, I agree. I, I think we all hate it. So, the next BS finish scheduled for one fall. The next BS finish scheduled for one fall. <laughs> Is AJ St- Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura in the Last Man Standing match? <sighs> the match itself wasn't bad, but the finish was just, uh, especially again. This is another one that you know me seeing certain rumors just makes it feel even worse than it mm-hmm. already was. But right. even without those rumors, and and let me just put it out there, the rumor that I'm talking about is that apparently I saw yesterday through the rumor roundup on Cage Side Seats, which I all recommend you follow, um, it said that WWE is going to try to go all out on trying to get more New Japan guys to come over to WWE. 
And this would, I would assume, obviously they're going to go after Bullet Club guys. But I would assume that saying New Japan guys beyond Bullet Club means that they're going to try to go after some of the other Japanese guys. Like Naito, Mm -hmm. like Okada. And using one of their top guys from three years ago, like this... Do you really think, uh, I would at least hope that there is some sort of Bushido, some sort of honor within Japanese wrestling still of saying, hey, I want to be the top, I don't just want to get paid, I want to be successful as well. Um, Do you really think you burying one of their top guys is really going to entice other guys to come to your company? The short answer, absolutely not. This is a stupid idea if you're trying to expand into a Japan. Not just on a ta- talent le- level, but also on a fan level. If the fans see that you're minimalizing their top guys, they're going to tune out like that. It can- I can completely see the, the case that you're making. Um, it's not even just Nakamura. I mean, when was the last time? I mean, look at um any of the... Oh, no, I agree. Asian Tommy... Men, I know, mean, well, but but that's the thing. Two matches in a row, not to mention how Atami and Tazawa have also been used. No, that's what I'm saying. If you bring them into the mix, you make a very valid point. And other people will argue, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, people will see this, their, their, points as, their points as well. But, yeah, I mean, if I was, you know, a hotshot wrestler and this guy was, you know, being 56, I was disappointed in the match. I mean, it wasn't horrible by, by any senses. But when I see um, a last man standing match, I wanted to be brutal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, I want them to bring it absolutely. This should have been the best match we've seen of them to date. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it wasn't. I mean, it had some really, you know, good moments and, and such. But, you know, for a really match, it was just, you know, okay. Yeah. Well, me. but that's the thing. Like, you know... Even with all of the stipulation matches and all of the hoopla behind it, of their three matches that they had in WWE, and and I I, I dare you, please, go ask Sean for the login for New Japan World and, and go watch their match from Wrestle Kingdom 10 back in 2016, or 2015. Or, yeah, I think it was 2015. And tell me that that was not better than all of their matches in WWE combined. I'm sure it is. And it was. What? I'm sure it was. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, they put all this effort of making, like, oh, it's a dream match and all of this and yada, yada, yada. And then they failed miserably on three attempts. Uh the storyline was just so drawn out as well. You know, what? for me, the storyline was just so drawn out. If mm-hmm. this is going to be the last of it, then it should have been, you know, I'm not saying they should have been bleeding from everywhere, but it should have been a lot, a lot more than what we got. Oh, I, I, I com, I agree, but I'll also agree that they should have been bleeding out from everywhere. Yeah. Um. So, anything else to say about this match before we move on? No. So, the uh, the third BS match scheduled for one fall... One fall! ...is Nia Jax versus Ronda, Ronda Rousey. And, as I mentioned, it's a BS match because, hey, guess what? The baddest woman on the planet gets beaten by a little... A, a, a little rat. A, a, a mm. little tiny rat. 
a little rodent, a little, a little nuisance. Yeah, yeah, you heard me. Alexa Bliss just won the title again. I get it. I I get what they're trying to do. If they do it the way I'm thinking they're gonna do it, okay, fine. But still, I thought you were bringing Ronda Rousey in to legitimize the company and make it more bad, you know what, than it already is. Especially considering Brock is leaving, and you give him all of this, you know, leeway and all of this credence, and let him do whatever the hell he wants, and yet you you basically bury Ronda Rousey with Alexa Bliss. Vince, get your head out of your you-know-what. Now. Or Triple H, just take the hell over. Because this just shows, more than anything else, what Vince thinks of women wrestling as compared to men's. This show... Was a complete indictment. If you think about it on a level of you know, you know, real fighting versus wrestling, of what wrestling, at least the Vince McMahon version, thinks of both smaller wrestling or smaller guys and women. But, you know, the whole thing with Ronda started even before the cash-in because they had her, you know, stressed out. Mm -hmm. She looked a mess. You Mm -hmm. know, her hair was, like, wild. Her boots were untied. So if you're playing her that she's so unprepared for a match against someone like Nia, you know, I'm not knocking Nia completely, you know. I know she does... I mean, is she the best in the ring? No. See, I'm I'm not, not knocking, yeah. but I'm not I'm not I'm not knocking Nia, and I know I was like very like ugh, about the mm-hmm. about the whole storyline, but even the way they portrayed her in the match, you know, struggling, she didn't know what to do against somebody like Nia, where she could, you know, until she saw to like you know strike her and things like that. I didn't buy it, you know. It made me think, okay, if she's this unprepared why is she even, you know, why isn't she yeah. in NXT? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think they I think they failed right, you know, there as well. Um, we had discussed, you know, Natty cashing in, and that would have made, you know... That would have made more sense. The whole storyline. Um, um, tie, you know, tie together. But first, Alexa needs to cut off some of those extensions, because they're almost as big as she is. <laughs> you know, they were very distracting. Um, and I guess they're going to play this, that, you know, she was getting revenge, you know, on, on Nair and this. Oh, that I know exactly it. how they're, or at least I'm hoping I know. I, I, I shouldn't even be saying this, because I've always been disappointed by the big four, because they always seem to screw something up. You know but, what I from them, I don't mean to interrupt, but okay. I know whatever you're going to say is probably going to be what they're going to do. So I'm just going to get in my pathetical thing right now. Okay. What I would really like them to do is have Natty and 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 Rhonda do like this whole Rocky and Apollo thing, or Rocky Rocky and Mickey thing. You know, where like she's training her. Yeah, you know? I, I could see that type of thing. I I could see that. Um, I'd, I'd be okay with that, but what I was going to say was, I have a feeling that they're going to have, you know, Nia have her automatic rematch clause at Extreme Rules, with, uh, it doesn't really even matter who wins that match, um, but either way, Rousey will face whoever wins that match at SummerSlam, and that's where she'll win the title. That sounds pretty believable. Yeah. So, I mean, if if that's where they're going, okay, I'm okay with it. But, you know, still, they could have done this a lot better with Natalia because it actually would have made sense in storyline. I get, I guess it makes sense with Alexa wanting revenge on, Nata- or on uh, Nia Jax now. 
I, I get that, but you know, it's still it's still so unbelievable that a, a five foot little wimp can take out Ronda Rousey. Well, she did hit him with the briefcase. Uh, yeah. The empty metal briefcase. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So the um, following actually um, happily ending finish scheduled for one briefcase. One is the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, which uh, sees everyone go pretty crazy. Nothing too crazy. I wish we would have seen a little bit more crazier uh, because it is a Money in the Bank ladder match. Like we talked about last night, you know, the, the main roster has to tone it down because of the women, ch- women and children. But... The man who probably should have won this won it. Although I'm, I'm intrigued as to how exactly they do this moving forward. I have a feeling I know where this is going, but I'll leave that for the end, or for after we talk about this match. But Braun Strowman wins this match. Um, but this was a pretty good match. Um, do you have anything to say about this match? Um, it was, it was pretty good. It had a couple of, you know, really, um, fun moments. I think, I hate matches, and I get, I guess, I get what I do with the safety for one, and just, there's so many people. But when somebody disappears, like, forever, you know, mm-hmm. that tends to hurt me. Well, that's what um, I thought in but, the women's match. I was thinking because, uh, Ember disappeared for so long, I was thinking she was going to be the one to win it. Yeah, me too, me too. Her and Natty. Natty disappeared for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what was I going to say? So it was it was good. I mean, it, it was probably my second favorite match of the night. Um, Elias and Seth being the first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I was glad that it was Kofi. It made sense that it was Kofi mm-hmm. um, from the New Day. I was thinking but, either Kofi or Biggie, but Kofi. Yeah, made sense. I mean, of the two, but Kofi made the most the most sense. Um, he's very. Flippy to be and you know, always gives us some good stuff from like the We didn't really like get it. a huge Kofi spot though. No, he didn't he didn't, which was very dis- which was very disappointing. Um I really wanted one to be able to get it from like a really short ladder. But um <laughs> Well, oh that's something that I forgot to mention about the women's match. Did you see them towards the beginning, like them fighting over that small ladder? And I was just thinking, like, what are you gonna do with that small ladder? I know. And you know what irked me? To go back to the women's match for a second, and a little bit in the men's match. Like, you know they're pausing for someone to catch up to them. It takes them so long to get up the damn ladder. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in the men's match, I mean, that um, Rusev and Kevin and Joe trying to, you know, take out Braun, that was kind of fun. Um, Rusev trying to um, get the three guys in his finisher. He didn't see Bobby a lot in the match. No. Um, I felt bad for Bobby when he had like those. Well, I mean, did you hear what Harry said about Bobby last this past week? He was like, Bobby, no. really? Yeah. Um. So that was a little disappointing for me. I would have liked to see Bobby be more active in, in, in the match. Um, I was. I think I, I think I like a lot of people with Throne that um but pleasantly surprised that Braun won. Oh, um, so was I. I think most people assume it would be SmackDown because how do you chase a guy that's not there? Mm-hmm. So I he, really hope they allow Braun to basically be like, um, what am I supposed to do with this with no one to cash in on? Yeah, I mean they have to. They have to. Um so yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't really have any ideas. Um, they'd probably be wrong anyway. Um, how are they going to handle it? Um, is he going to chase Brock? Is he going to chase the person who beats Brock? But, well, I have a feeling I know where this is going, but I'll talk about this at the end. If you tell me, if you tell me it's born in Roman again, I'm no, gonna no, 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 and you're going to do these next next three shows by yourself. You may be right anyway, but I'm just, uh, I'll, I'll I'll tell you my full prediction at the end. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, it was it was good. I was I was, I was pleased that Brock. I think everybody is. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I was definitely happily surprised that Braun won this match. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm okay with it as long as they do something with it. Um, but let, let's, do you want me to do, do you want me to give you my full prediction for what ends up happening for this first, or do you want to do the review on this first? Build the suspense. What? Let's do the review first. Let's okay. build it. Right oh, okay. Yeah, okay, so it. give me your one to ten review on this. Uh, six and a half. Six and a half? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I enjoy the commentary more than I enjoy most of the matches. And with these guys, sometimes that's, that's saying, like, you know what one of my favorite parts of the show was, now that I mentioned the commentators, <laughs> during, during one of the matches when the Spanish announcer just, like, hopped over the barrier. <laughs> dying, oh, or, the well, my, Michael Cole hopping over the barrier uh, during the men's match was funny. Yeah, yeah. But, um... I'll be slightly hired just because I was happily surprised at the end of the uh, men's Money in the Bank ladder match, and I'll give it a 7. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't great by any stretch of the imagination, but that'll give it a little bit of extra points. Uh, the, the two other matches prior to that was just complete and utter crap. And if it were just based off of that matches, they would get like a one or two. But other than that, the the rest of the car wasn't bad. Um, one re- word review from this. Disappointing. Yeah, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll I'll agree with you on there. I'll I'll say disappointing as one of my words, and I'll also say inconsistent as the other. Um, you know, some of the matches were good, and some of the matches, you had the very obvious finish right there, and they completely missed out on it. Um, that just about wraps us up for Money in the Bank. Be sure to listen for all of the excitement and happiness coming to you for Raw and SmackDown this week. I hope you hear the sarcasm in my voice. Um, <laughs> uh, let me just say, like I said before, I have a feeling this is how this is going to go with Braun. Brock isn't coming back until SummerSlam. Brock is going to face probably Roman at at SummerSlam. Roman will win at SummerSlam, but at a massive cost. Braun cashes in on Roman at SummerSlam, wins the title, and Roman has to chase Braun as a way to futilely, once again for about the 5,000th time, make Roman an underdog. Sound about Mm. right, Liz? I wonder what I said because the end of Roman Braun again. I, I don't know. I think Roman needs to be shipped off the SmackDown. I, I really know. I, I will Something. say. I, I will say. I've grown. I've grown to be more of a Roman fan in recent months. Well, in the re- in the past year, specifically because of the of the Braun feud that he had last year, last summer. And if they could do the same thing as they did last year, I'd be perfectly fine with it. I'd be okay oh, yeah, with no. that. It could be good. It could. Yeah. I agree with that. It could. But it falls into the, okay, we're going to get more of the same. And sometimes getting well, more of the same. But cer- at, at certain times in history, the same isn't always necessarily bad. I think Braun and Roman, if if uh, if they are both allowed to go all out and do their own thing and have the creative freedom to do what they want to do, I honestly think, and this may be, you know, a lot of fans, a lot of smarkier fans may be saying, oh, you're crazy, Brandon. But I honestly do think if allowed the creative freedom 
and given the opportunity, Braun versus Roman could become this era's version of Rock versus Stone Cold. I have to give you that. I do. Um, this isn't me being, you know, wishy-washy. I can't see that. I just feel... I don't know what I feel about oh, it. Uh, oh, no, um, no, no. I know exactly how you're feeling. You're feeling that, you know, creative will never let them have that creative control to be able to do that. And I agree right. with you. I'm worried about that myself. But I'm just saying... If the stars align and and Vince allows them to have that creative control and loosens the reins on both of them like he did back in July at uh, Great Balls of Fire when Reigns rammed an ambulance into a uh, semi, yeah, this could be a great feud. Mm. You know, and they could have that sort of one-upsmanship between the two of them, like Stone Cold and Rock did. But, you know, if if they could do that, then that's great. If not, then this is going to flop, pure and simple. Right. So, I agree. Yep. So that just about wraps it up for us. Uh, anything else to add on this before we head out? Nope. Okay. Nothing, well, nothing positive anyways. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, you ready to trash this even more tomorrow? Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> I, I can't imagine what they will do, and I look forward to being horrified. Yes, be prepared to be horrified even more as mm-hmm. Liz and I review Raw tomorrow night. And then the next night, Harry, Liz, and I will review SmackDown. And... And, and give you all of the jolly updates on all of things to do t- with sports entertainment. Oh, God, I have to barf just by saying that. So, for Liz Puglisi, I'm Brandon Bisco being saying so long. <laughs> and see you tomorrow night. Yeah.